I also want to note that there is also for the first time a quadruped of some kind in the room that appears to be friendly. I, I tried bribing it with protein treats, but we'll see if it turns on me later. the rest of the country is suffering from some awful heat wave and we're in a magic pocket what's it been about 66 something like that in yeah. the day at, and 40 something at night mm-hmm. at, at night all I do like rip the window wide open and just point my balls right at the window and just be like <laughs> Starville get that fucking cool like <laughs> fucking breeze in there man. Yeah. exactly I was like you know, stop sticking to my legs anyway welcome to Breakup Gaming Society I am the great unclean one, back again with the All Father. The All Father here once again, folks, throwing out a podcast from SoCo, Colorado. Mm hmm. And, uh, and we have. Guest of honor today. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we want to raise our cups and welcome to the All Mama. The All Mama, the birth giver of the All Father herself. She is here joining us on a night of debauchery and board games as we're going to roll the dice. And we learned, as many people have referred to as the game 10,000, more commonly known as Farkle to like this generation. We're going to throw a round down on it tonight with some Glen the Bay. It's going to get real. It's going to get feisty. That sounds fair to me. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess when uh, the All Mama heard we were pitching dice, she's like, I want oh, it. yeah, I'm in. <laughs> she yeah. Goes, oh, yeah. I went in on that. I'm like, slow afternoon, nice and cool out. Got yeah. some cocktails going, so just uh, in just a sec, uh, the All Father is going to lead us in a in a ritual tasting of a scotch, which I think will be the first scotch on the show, owing to my general tastes. But hey, first time for everything, right? Back in a sec. Drink of the week. We are back here at Breakup Gaming Society, talking our drink of the week. We are looking at a 15-year-old Glenn LeVay that is making the most, the dirtiest one, the unclean, the most unclean pullback in his taste buds. See, we have gotten accustomed to a consistency with tequila on this show. That is something that we can all get behind. And vodka. And vodka. Vodka is another solid one. And very seldomly do we get the chance, and since your boy, the Allfather, has joined the crew... I personally am more of a whiskey drinker. I'm more of a scotch kind of guy. So trying to expand the palates of my crewmates, uh, it's looking li- looking a little rough right now. Um, did you try it or did you just sniff it? I just smelled it. You just took a whiff? Ah, oh, buddy. How, ma- how much whiskey have you consumed in your life to hurt your liver? So um, It's when you're, you're talking uh, corn mash liquor, yeah. lots of it. But yeah. there's, but when you're, when you're, when you, when you get over to the Scottish stuff, man, it's something just, something about it just hits me sideways. I ain't gonna lie to you. I appreciate that you brought it. I'm gonna ride along. I'm gonna taste it. But as you tell me, it's Scotch. Kind of don't get. Oh yeah, that's what I'm looking at based on the look on his face, guys. But don't let the great un, the great dirty one. Is that what you call? Great it? unclean one. The great unclean. Don't let his deterred taste buds. Persuade yours, all right? As I take the time to walk you through what's going to happen when you drink Glen LeVay, you're getting yourself into about an 80-proof bottle, all right? It's not bad, not too much, not too light, 
But when it hits your hits your palate for the first time, it, it hits like a scotch. All right, it hits like a whiskey, and it carries itself down like one. And that's the beauty of it. Like that's the beauty behind a Glenlivet is you're not paying that three hundred dollar price for something like a Macallan. However, you're only paying you are still paying a little pretty penny, but it is definitely worth the buck for it. You're getting more than just like we had the one week of Jameson. You know, for this same bottle, cost about like four times as much. And I actually enjoyed uh, our time getting reacquainted with the JMO. It's been a while since I had one. It was all right. That was that yeah. was a good one because we had a, what was that? It was like a Jameson press we had on that segment. Yeah, tried it, downed it straight, and then mixed it. And uh, bottle was empty, so I assume that's yeah. We top fucking, ratings. <laughs> yeah, we got that we shit down good. good. But <laughs> let us take let us enjoy, let, let me just take the great uh, the great dirtiness. On a, on a journey with his taste buds, and let, let us enjoy a sip real quick of some 15-year-old Glenlivet. Okay. Tastes better than it smells, thankfully. Um, <clears throat> now, I know a religion among Scotch people is, you know, they talk about how much peaty or mossy taste in it, which I'm still not, but I will say, has a really delicate finish. Yeah, dude. It doesn't hit you hard at all. goes down... I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's known as the smooth flowing one. Yeah. It's actually one of the like little segments on that. How did it be described to Glenn LeVay? It is the smooth flowing one. And that's, that's, that's what I used to call my sister when she was menstruating. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Holy shit. Let me just go bury my head in some fucking acid, all right? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Hey, your mom liked it, so shut up. The <laughs> fucking birth giver got a kick out of that. Um, you know, I'm I'm still not down for the Scotch flavor thing. But I have to tell you, there's something. It's very light bodied, and and there's something a little. Um, I don't have the vocabulary, but I want to say malty at the end. Mm. Mal, little malts and sugars. You know what? Watch this. Here we go. Down the hatch. You, you know what? That's delightful. It's a good scotch, man. And, and that's just a good business. I mean, you can... Sometimes even when something is like, as in tequila, not your preferred flavor, right. you can you hopefully tell when you're not drinking swill, and that is a well-crafted sip right there. And um, and if you, anything you want to add as to why you uh, opted for this today rather than anything else on the shelf, floor's uh, yours. Personally, it did come from... One of the things you're getting into with your scotches is you're looking at your price tags more often than not. You do have some quality scotches out there in the world that you're going to pay the price for it. Now, there are other ones, and again, this follows with any booze that we'll have on the show or what you may consume in your life, that you you got to just pay attention. you got to know what you're looking for, and you just got to try some things out. And personally, as you know, we kind of touched on earlier, McCollin is a scotch that we you know we both can agree on. And yeah. everyone knows McCollin, McCollin Scotch whiskey is very much got a price tag to it. But the reason being, it is one of the smoothest just tasting scotches of any era. And that's where I actually opted for the Glen LeVay that we are consuming today because it runs a similar taste. It doesn't hit quite as hard. It doesn't have as much ABV to it. And it is about $200 less than what I would have paid for that bottle of McCollin. So that's really the main thing that kicked us on this is we're getting, we're, we're drinking, uh, you know, Dr. Thunder, not Dr. Pepper, but it still <laughs> tastes the same. Fair enough. And, and, you know, uh, and it's been said many a time on the show, 
Nobody here is a connoisseur. As a matter of fact, you remember the famous story where they took the world's top sommeliers and blindfolded them with a bunch of you know, 200-year-old vintage wines and $20 bottles, and they stumped like half of them. Couldn't, really? couldn't tell the difference between the best wines in the world and some off-the-rack stuff. Hmm. So, and, and basically, yeah, you watch your price point, say, I know how to, I know that dollar amount gets me out of swill range and anything after that's a win. Um, but if you, yeah, if you blindfolded me and gave me a, I like bourbon, but if you are telling me which is the $50 cask and which is the $150 cask, probably couldn't tell you. No, yeah. yeah. I might be able to on some whiskey, but I, I'm with you on that regard because the amount of tequila we've drank, you seem like more of the tequila kind of guy that's like... You were actually telling me about that, uh, like we were talking about that mezcala that uh, I couldn't tell. Mezquila, yeah. Mezquila, yeah. What, what was that? Uh, Santo Puro. Santo Puro. And, and by yes, the way, I, I've had $15 bottles of te- silver tequila that I think drink as good as that. Exactly. And that's what I mean. Like, I could not tell you what is like, I can sell, I, like you said, I can sell when it's swill tequila and when it's actual quality tequila, but. You blindfold me. I'm not going to tell you the difference between a good one and a really good one. Like it's yeah. just good tequila to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you, you know it's bad when you taste it, and you could just <laughs> your liver just starts throbbing. Oh yeah, <laughs> it just says, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> oh, bad decision. Anyway, um, thank you all, Father, for you know uh, getting me over some of my prejudices for uh, for drink of the week. And um, there, there you go. A pour of Glenlivet on a Monday afternoon. It's liberating, isn't it? We're going to be back in a second with uh, Game of the Week. Watch this. Game of the Week. So, when in Rome, do as the Romans. When in Trinidad, fucking play Farkle. Uh, we're, we're here because uh, all mama over here got wind that we were just basically... You know, sounds fancy. Or a gaming podcast. All we did was get loaded and throw dice around and yell. And look at where it's gotten us so far, <laughs> folks. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here to throw down on some Farkle tonight with, as elegantly dubbed, my mother, the All Mama, folks. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hello, ma'am, and welcome. Um, so, and, you know, in essence, so I, I've heard, it's weird, everybody... It was funny because uh, Mayor Crick was in the driveway earlier. Everybody at one point seems to know a variation of this game. Yes, it definitely carries through um, as we could take through. Like We actually are sitting here with three different generations. We have a boomer generation. We have the Gen X generation. And we have the millennial generation. So throughout our times, it's been known through the... Wait a minute. Call what, it, what about the dog? How old's the dog? Ten. Ten. Actually, no. She's like 13, dude. She is the dog... Is, the dog's a zoomer. Yeah, the dog's like as old as you are, dog. Or Gen <laughs> Gen Y. I don't know. And so whatever. The Lily, the all puppers. <laughs> she's here, just hanging out on her fucking protein stick. Uh, I, I hear. I hear. Yeah, she was kind of standoffish about the bully stick, but now I hear. I've been hearing this. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's going hard. Anyway, uh, so here, go you're right, you're right, you're right. It has been known as many a names across the times. Uh, some people may refer to it as ten thousand. Uh, more commonly known as Farkle, as some of the younger generations refer it to as. Uh, the thing you're running into is there are a couple, and I'm talking with Mayor Crick at this in earlier, that uh, there are a few just little caveats to each game that you play. There are certain rules and variations that the old school like learned and the, the new school may not understand. But that happens with 
again, any game that lasts the test of time like this. <laughs> but with what we're going to get into, what we are sticking to is we're going to stick with just the classic. We've got the actual rules with the actual scoring system right here next to us. Oh, and that's actual how we're going to run it. And we're going to run it. We're going to teach him our old school ways in this new modern style game. Which sounds good to me. And uh, we're actually not going to be back for s- several uh, interludes, whatever measure of time you're using. Because basically, I'm going to, I can't wait to get this laptop and everything off this table. We're going to chuck dice for a while. Chuck dice for a while there, folks. We'll be back with you in just a moment here at Breakup Gaming Society. Yup. So I have to say, that was incredibly rousing. Uh, we played three games in a row the, of Farkle, the first two of which Joseph, uh, a.k.a. the Allfather, crushed us, like not even close. And the second time, uh, oh mama. Oh mama, coming back with the win. And, um, and, and I have to say, uh, sometimes there's nothing more you need than... Big pint of booze, a couple of friends, some good jams, and yelling at dice. There was more shit talked. Especially, I was especially uh, impressed with some of the mother-son shit talking that was happening. Because I have to tell you about, the, I think it was the second game, the, the, <laughs> penul- the, the penultimate play <laughs> where um, she had a nice score that she could have kept with one dice. But I just remember, I watched her eyes, and they looked at you, and they narrowed. And she threw the dice, I'm like, oh, that's... Just the cold, just bitterness coming from the fact of, I birthed you, son, now watch me as I take you out. And just, it didn't work for her, though. I came up with the win on that one. And, and, uh, you jinxed it. And, 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 uh, and I just said to say, um, but you are not without your constant condescending jibes and shit-talking. <laughs> You're like, oh, mom, that's 50 points. Great job. I'm like, oh, shit, someone's going to die here tonight. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, we played Farkle. It's uh, basically a press-your-luck combo dice game that uh, functions off roughly the same mechanics of, of Yahtzee. Three turns, keep or pitch as many dice as you like, except it's six dice, and they're way more scoring combos. And uh, it, it was tremendous fun. We're going to be back just in a moment because Allfather... Is going to lead us off for track of the week. This is Great Unclean One saying, see you in a couple. Track of the Get this barbershop quartet bullshit out of here. What the hell yeah, is this supposed to be? Yeah, a damn Geritol boy band you got going on bullshit. here? Wow. Yeah. Kind of stupid. Fucking Next. Garbage. Relax and take a seat. Oh, sit God. back and play the beats and blast it in your Jeep. Stupid. It's the track of the week. I'm ratchet in the streets. Talk trash to the geeks. Get smacked in the beat. It's the track of the week. So I owe you an apology because I thought you were sort of kidding when you said, I have this song that's with logic and all the Wu-Tang. I'm like, Get the fuck. But it turns out it was. And not only that, it was all of them stacked on top, minus ODB, rest in peace. All right, And uh, And it, every second of it was fucking fire. What's the, what's the name of the track again? The song is actually just called Wu-Tang Forever. Just playing a homage to their classic album. And Logic took the time 
to, like you said, stack the members of Wu-Tang. And he brought them in for this for the song called Wu-Tang Forever. And Logic takes the time to take the, the back burner role of like most songs. He takes that intro rap just to talk about what's going on with the song. And then he, for an eight-minute segment of the song, he lets Wu-Tang just spit the rest of that shit. You and I were sitting here watching that thing with all the lyrics on it and just like goggling. Yeah, it had Inspector Deck, Master Killer, Ghostface. Um, meth, meth. Man, fucking Raza, R- Gaza, like all the shit. We Riza, Jizza, Riza, Jizza. Thank you. Yeah. I always mix um, that up. And and then uh, so um, the the challenge for you, my young friend, is to figure out what segment we're going to feature now. Well, let's dive back into the song and find one for us. All right. All right. R-I-P-O-D coming through like killer B. Ever since I heard and at 36 and 93, you cannot defeat my Wu-Tang style. I leave them all dismembered. Fuck a mumble rap, that shit won't never be remembered. Not even a contender, no pretender. Best surrender, my agenda is killing shit. So first of all, I was, uh, again, I was surprised. Um, yeah, and because cause I've heard how fast and intricate logic can rhyme. Mm-hmm. But I loved how uh, the intro to his bars... It include like included like three four classic Wu Tang themes. You had the Wu Tang Wu Tang chant thing. You remember when I was throwing up the bird like Sorry, an yeah. idiot? <laughs> and um, and uh, and Logic kind of uh, adapted his style to sort of mm-hmm. what Wu Tang was spinning at the time, which I thought was extremely cool. But next, um, uh, All Father, I'd like to hear from you. And this is hard to do, I know, because I just listened to the whole song with you, and it's, it really was the whole crew, yeah. Mi- minus ODB. Um, yeah. Spitting, um, as hard as this is to do, I'd like to uh, for you now to highlight another segment you think is cool. Let's go. Enigma, the stigma is that the Rizza and the Jizza are both lyrical, prolific. Vistas of rap scriptures, mixes of hipsters, weed smokers and beer drinkers. Prince and the pauper, spiritual clear thinkers. Cake in the oven, super bad like McLovin. Hugging on four birds, puffing herb with my cousin. Academically speaking, rap vocabulary's weakening. I felt it coming like the weekend when these star boys start tweaking. Sporadic pill popping of Oxycontin. And by the way, my friend, I could see the pain on your face about having to choose like one 20 second slab of that nine minute layer cake of expert rhyming. Yeah. Dude, INS was on there. Master Killer was on there. Um, did, uh, they even get, well, they had Capadonna on there, but Ghost was there. Rizzo was there. And I think at the end, I heard Jizza too. You do. But in any case, excellent pick for track of the week. I would urge all of you um, to go and listen to. It is Wu-Tang Forever. It's by Logic. Logic took the time to bring in his favorite rappers, and he's reached the point in his life he made a song with them. And like you were touching on earlier, he took the chance to take his his style of rap and adapt it to a Wu-Tang fighting style, as we all know it's depicted as. And and, and as suggested by the evidence, Logic's like, hey, I want to do a song with Wu-Tang. And all of Wu-Tang is like, fuck yeah! Let's fucking get on it, man. <laughs> All right, so um, this has been another episode of Breakup Gaming Society with the great unclean one, the All Father, and the All Mama. All Mama, bring uh, it uh, in. What uh, we uh, we drank some nice scotch. Had some scotch. We we had some. Sparkled uh, it up, you know, or ten thousand for our old school folks. Uh, and then I brought a little. 
different style of Wu-Tang to your life, which I'm glad you found quite enjoyable. Um, I've never heard the track before. It was a good track, so I'm happy. We'll see you next time on Breakup Gaming Society. This is the great unclean one saying, may you fight long and well. <laughs>